alive. <clears throat> Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to the Copyleft Cultivars uh, Freedom Bag Tag Debut Ceremony. I'll let uh, Caleb take it away. Thanks. And we're just going to go through a quick slideshow here, a little bit of our path, and then we'll go ahead and enter the ceremony as uh, everyone is arriving here with us now. Thank you to everyone who is here arriving and we will be started in just a moment. Morning, everybody joining, just joining us now. Uh, we're still letting everybody kind of trickle in, finishing getting set up, but we'll be uh, here shortly.
Wow, that was an amazing flu prayer and video intro. Thank you so much, Ben and Trey, for bringing us into this space, into this ceremony, and this community space together. Glad to. I want to thank everyone who's with us. Danu Yash, welcome everyone who is here pouring in, coming in to our YouTube and into our live here, into this event, into this ceremony where uh, we're coming together as a community, continuing this work of collaborating in open source genetics, honoring the genetic legacies, both of the plant and of the people and carrying those legacies with us. So I want to first thank everyone of the community here, uh, everyone who is here with us now and who isn't able to make this event, people who are watching later. Um, this is all part of the community as well as the extended community beyond that. Everyone that supports us, uh, everyone that supports everyone in the community. I also want to thank ProArts Common, our fiscal sponsor who has helped us in establishing as an official 501c3 covered nonprofit. And I want to thank all of our volunteers. We're 100% volunteer ran and operated. We uh, rely on those volunteers, um, myself included. And I am eternally grateful for all of the volunteers as well as everyone who worked on the bag tag collaboration uh, in our discord and everyone who continues to be part of that collaboration and, and open community there. Thank you to our board of directors, uh, our key team, uh, Calix Law and Chris, our general counsel, and then uh, all of our donors, of course, we rely on those donors. I also want to take that moment to thank the universities that are partnering with us and our other partners the vast ecosystem of alliances that are assembling together with us here. And I really feel your presence with us and your support. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And then I think most quintessentially, thank you to the cannabis plant and all plants as well as the earth from which they came and everyone who has tended to the earth and to those plants. Right now, we live in an unprecedented time, and cannabis is no exception. In fact, cannabis is especially full of change. It's an unprecedented time of change right now, and we have seen many different attempts to grapple with that change and with the new strategies evolving, new tools evolving. A little bit of history on the project to date, the nonprofit and this movement as a whole, although I couldn't encapsulate all of the nuances, all of the people who've put their hearts and souls into open source breeding and that community collaboration um, mentality to breeding, keeping plants as a public good and really just championing them. Ultimately, um, right now we're facing a time where genetic resources, uh, the interconnection of our community and legal shifts as an emerging market, many other factors uh, are hard to grapple. And we've seen several other groups uh, very prominently working with genetic data and struggling with how to handle that, struggling with uh, public acceptance and being of the community. And I think that 
uh, that's really what this movement, what this project and what this nonprofit has come out of is this togetherness to solve that problem and to navigate these strategies together. Um, so after much discussion amongst the community, many of you may have been at our grassroots public interest meetings and uh, part of our open discord, we began to ferment these ideas and many people in the community on a grassroots level, myself included, began talking about the necessity of protecting the community using uh, strategies in this new landscape that we find ourselves in. Just like plants finding ourselves in a new landscape and needing to adapt to the pressures of that new ecosystem. Uh, we're finding ourselves very much in that same place, especially with the legal and intellectual property elements and assuring our freedom of use. So we've seen, many of us have watched firsthand or at least seen from the sidelines, the big ag takeover of other groups, other foods, vegetables, other crops in general and the privatization and uh, predatory litigation that is teared industries apart. We uh, connected with organizations like the Open Source Seed Initiative who have tried to remedy those issues in vegetable crops and urged us to uh, move forward with this as quickly as possible while we have this vital timing with cannabis. So uh, we put out the call on the Future Cannabis Project and on Fumador and the Flavors, uh, I started to put out that call more publicly to form this nonprofit and a number of others did. And we came together to create this truly collaborative, community-driven, open source approach to the question of intellectual property and freedom in cannabis. We really centered on the concept of farmer freedom as well as mutual aid and the fact that we are stronger in numbers. And the legacy of open source really supports this deeply. Uh, for a deeper dive into that, go ahead and check out some of the presentations we've done more formally at the uh, virtual aquaponic conference, as well as uh, other releases on our Instagram, Copyleft Cannabis and Copyleft Cultivars. Using these new strategies in this new domain means coming together in a new form. And this nonprofit really is that form. Uh, like I mentioned before, we've created the 501c3 coverage uh, with ProArts and we have uh, created this center for the community to come together. And we're really hoping that uh, you and everyone uh, who works with cannabis, who feels in their hearts, the importance of uh, grassroots collaboration and coming together and mutual aid for our fellow farmers, assuring that freedom, uh, that we can be a space for that. We developed this nonprofit organization and filed it based on that intention. Uh, again, entirely volunteer ran team. And uh, we held some grassroots open discussions. We created a discord that uh, many of you have been a part of. And we are now, at a stage where uh, we've been hosting this open collaboration. Uh, and I'm excited to say that we're ready to bring some of that uh, resource, some of those tools that the community has created that we've created all together through this nonprofit um, into the public, into the free use of everybody here. 
this is the first of three tiers. The first uh, is this freedom bag tag, a terms of use label that is uh, so simple, you can just slap it on to your seed packets as a sticker or tape it on as a printout or uh, even just include the text onto your pre-existing seed packets and get that assurance of freedom for all of your users. Um, join that public open science collaboration on that first level. Next, we're going to be releasing a more comprehensive genetic back license that allows authorship to be traced back through the genetic line and assures that uh, community members will play nice with that uh, guarantee of freedom and continue to pass on that freedom to users that they may uh, give seeds to or materials to. And then the third is our community open source, open science app and databasing system. And we're excited to be working with universities on that to uh, create an easy to use app on phones and tablets um, based on university breeding apps that will allow mass collaboration in the community and actively working together globally to uh, track down the connections between traits and genetics and other fascinating things that we want to know as a community really bring those tools that otherwise would only be accessible to big ag uh, to everyone so uh this is part of databasing as the public good and our public resource uh approach to this and i hope that uh we really honor you as a community in bringing this forward again thank you for being here and thank you for everyone who collaborated on this bag tag uh, our mission is to our mission is to protect and preserve vulnerable plants using copyleft education and research, and uh, we hope that you'll join us on that going forward. So, without further ado, I'd like to open the next phase of this ceremony with Chris, who will present a little bit about the validity of this bag tag and answer a few of the questions that we've gotten repeatedly as well as uh, talk a little bit about the spirit of the legacy of this uh, movement of open source collaboration. So without further ado, our badass rebel lawyer, Chris. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Caleb, and such a pleasure to be here. As Kayla mentioned, my name's Chris Burns. Um, I'm an intellectual property lawyer, at least sometimes. Um, but my, my big interest is in hacking the legal system, hacking intellectual property to advance projects of human liberation, of mutual aid, of um, things that just sort of help us to live and affirm and, and empower us to create um, and, and to sort of realize our, our radical imaginaries. So of course, um, when I had the opportunity to collaborate with, with Caleb and Haley Maria and, and the rest of the copyleft cultivars team, it, it was an easy uh, decision and, and, a, and a real privilege to get to, to do so. Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about First, the, the the bag tag itself, and and what this bag tag is legally, um, as as Caleb mentioned, it's it's really a, a terms of use contract. Um, I'm then going to talk a little bit about intellectual property, which is implicated 
in this back tag and in, and in the terms of use, um, but is, is something that is more of an overarching theme that is motivating the, the longer journey um, of copyleft cultivars and which will come out more squarely in the license that Caleb mentioned um, that's forthcoming, the copyleft cultivars general license. Um, and, and then I want to talk just a bit about what it is that, that we believe, what, where it is that we're going. Um, the intellectual property side of all of this is, is always where there's the most contention, where there's a lot of othering, um, where the, the lines of who should be in and out of a community or, or how people want to approach their intellectual property seems to be a point in which community can start to get stretched and, and maybe break. And so I want to share some thoughts um, at the end on, on what I think we're about and how I think what we're trying to do is, is very much in the spirit of an open invitation. Uh, to begin, back on, on the terms of use um, bag tag, I, <laughs> even as my um, irreverent lawyer self, I, I am obligated uh, still, still just, just for the sake of ProArts, um, the 501c3 and, and copyleft cultivars as an organization to give one of those obnoxious lawyerly type waivers. That is just to say, if anyone does have any questions about what we're talking about today, about the freedom bag tag, about its implications for your own seeds, your own sales, your own business, um, please do consult your own lawyer. Um, we, we, we can't be giving legal advice here. Um, I'm sure you've heard that waiver a million times. Um, but more to the point, what we can talk about is, is what, we, what we believe, what, what I believe as, as an IP lawyer we, we have going here. The freedom of use bag tag um, functions in the exact same way as a, a terms of use, terms and conditions type um, legal contract that is, is the same thing that we click through every day when we want to access some online platform it, simply by us all convening here through YouTube. Um, Google's terms of use, terms and conditions are this overarching legal contract that govern um, you know, what we're doing, how we interact, how conflicts around these issues need to be resolved. And it implicates intellectual property, but it doesn't depend on intellectual property itself to be enforceable. Bag tags have been used by many, many entities in the past, um, most famously and most controversially often, it, it is by big ag. They'll use these adhesion contracts that stick um, stick onto any seed that they might sell such that when you tear open the bag, you are doing the equivalent of clicking um, to accept these terms and conditions. It's an affirmative action that we take that essentially has us legally ascend, legally agree to the terms of the contract. As you, we've seen, um, and, and we'll share again, and, and you'll see many times, I hope, with your own stickers that you'll be using and, and what will be posted on, on the website. The freedom bag tag is, is short, it's sweet. It's only um, you know, four sentences, maybe five sentences 
a, a community created um, a community created license and and really contract um, that as as Caleb was mentioning, what what this really does at a legal end is ensure a kind of freedom to operate is what we would say in, in sort of the, the IP space. And what that means is we can carry on with our research, with our sales of seeds. There's nothing, there's nothing about using this terms of use bag tag that is going to prevent you from continuing to sell your seeds. It's just an extra thing that you control that you choose to use if you want. Um, and that ensures your seeds can be sold. Um, it doesn't even stop others from um, taking seeds. And if, if they have their own seeds that emerge from this, they can sell them as well. There's no exhaustion of a kind of uh, ability to, to barter and, and sell these seeds for, for some monetary or value exchange. What it does require one to do, though, is to not hold on to the seeds and, and, and use a type of exclusionary right that intellectual property can often afford. Um, this is really important, and, and this is what I now want to turn to intellectual property more generally. Intellectual property, I'm sure many of us may may have drawn conclusions that at the very least it's a it's a malfunctioning system and in 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 many's eyes it's 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 a completely broken system um, it's a system that has spread across the world really as a a tool of settler colonialism um, and and i i mean that with all of the clear intentionality of what settler colonialism is as as a phenomena, um, as a as a means of pushing certain Eurocentric ideas about knowledge production and how ideas themselves can or should be um, linked to exclusive rights, but oddly enough, intellectual property in the U.S. Constitution, which ends up also dominating much of the intellectual property system globally, is supposed to be about building progress promoting progress technically as the constitution says and that's article one section eight clause eight it's called the ip um, progress clause progress itself um, again a, a very loaded term it hasn't really been um, defined by the law um, in in any really clear way and it obviously isn't something that seems to guide much of the ip system today, it, at least, um, again, at the very least, in the abuse of excesses of the system. Um, when it comes to plant cultivars, there are patents that are out there that you can get. There's plant patents, there's utility patents, which are the same types of patents that cover things like cell phones and, and you know, what you might typically imagine. I'm sure everyone is familiar, you know, with, with the patent side here what we're doing with copyleft cultivars, however, is not about patents. We're actually playing around in the world of copyright. Um, copyright itself has become this maximalist uh, form of, of right that applies automatically to any form of creative expression that we sort of record or, or make or write down or, or, or jot um, or perform more generally. And 
to these ends, it's, it's, it's really about something that helps us to protect in some way our artistic expressions, our freedom to make art, our freedom to create, you know, two ideas that are broader than just this freedom to operate that I mentioned before. And what we're doing with the broader vision here is to embrace the, the fact that a lot of us as, as growers, as people involved in the industry, view our, our breeding as art. And we want to occupy our right as creators, as art producers, as knowledge producers, and as intellectual property producers. And by occupying that right, we're not so interested in figuring out how to do that just to make things more exclusive to become monopolists. Sure, some, some here may, may want to do that and, and in certain for some purposes, maybe not for others. Um, what we're really about is providing choice. Uh, but what happened with copyright um, as it's grown so extensively and, and now that it applies automatically was a, a question arose 40 years ago. Well, should copyright apply to software? Software, of course, is something that's very functional, that seems to work more like an invention, something that maybe should be protected by patents. And the exclusivity that copyright was automatically creating when governments around the world decided that it would apply to software was so problematic for the software development community that in the 80s, um, the, the free and open source software movement began. And they did something really important and really powerful, and that's to hack the IP system, to hack copyright with IP licenses, which are really just contracts that govern, govern the terms of how intellectual property can be used. And what they did first was create a copy left license. And, and what this does is it turns copyright on its head. It turns the right to exclude on its head by allowing creators who are automatically given this right to exclude to all of a sudden occupy that right and exclude the exclusion itself such that the, the, through the copyright, one can say everyone in the world is free to use this copyright protected material, this software. And that can include conditions if one wants to add, so long as, insert the conditions, so long as one gives attribution to the original breeder, so long as if anyone takes this copyright protected, this art and makes a derivative work of it somehow, they agree to, to share their art on the same terms. Um, so many different things we can do here, all the way up to including so long as um, those who use this engage in meaningful reciprocity with um, the communities, with the stewards of this knowledge who've long brought it to us, with indigenous peoples, um, so much that can be done in this space to even directly challenge and hack, again, that kind of settler colonial logic of IP in the first place. Um, and so what we're doing, and this is not settled law, 
is we're taking this idea of copyright and in particular its application to software um, and in embracing and empowering ourselves as artists. And we're saying, no, um, we, we think that copyright also should cover the plant genetics that are unique to the plant cultivars that we create. And in doing so, this is essentially the exact same type of protection that a plant patent offers. A plant patent only covers the unique genetic strain of a new plant cultivar. But we think copyright should apply there as well. And it's certainly far easier and cheaper to use a right that's automatically granted and to occupy that right um, and to take a stand on that right than it is to pay a government office to, to pr pursue your own patent. So that's ultimately where we want to go to embrace and occupy our, IP, our IP to create more of a sharing culture, to engage in mutual aid. Um, where I think we, um, well, I'll, I'll wrap up. I'll wrap up there. But um, one thing I guess I really just want to conclude on is that I, I really view today as, as a celebration of this freedom bag tag, freedom to operate freedom to make art, freedom to create. Um, and I think we all see this as a step forward towards, we can call it progress um, and progress as we define it. Um, progress as, as what may be entitled to all of us as human beings walking this earth um, who are all creators every day in, in sort of the art that, that we, that we uh, live in. So I'll, I'll stop there. Thank you so much for, for um, abiding with my, my legal, legal work. And let me hand it off to our next person here, which is Haley Maria. Uh, thank you so much. Hello, greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you, Chris, for sharing the um, legal aspects around this uh, freedom bag tag and its terms. It is my great pleasure and deepest honor to invite Soul Shine Growing to ceremonially place the freedom bag tag onto some seeds. Hi, everybody. And I'm joining you in my personal capacity and, and under my artistic name, Soulshine Growing. And uh, here I am with these seeds. These uh, are very special seeds to me, actually. I am super honored to bring them to the community. Uh, they are a cross, an F1 generation of a cross. Uh, I was gifted both parental lines, uh, both major parental lines, excuse me, uh, with the hope that they would proliferate through the community and uh, ideally bring about some form of collaborative approach to breeding. The mother was a Sensi Star bat cross that uh, Freeborn Genetics or Mean Gene gifted at the Regen Conference. And that was crossed with um, a little more complicated of a cross. It was a lemon sour diesel that then uh, was pollinated with a red tie and an Assam hash plant cross. The Assam hash plant 
is from Indian Landrace Exchange, who does amazing preservation work of bringing Indian and related regions, landrace and indigenously cultivated varietals with the permission of the farmers and in collaboration with the farmers to uh, bring that diversity into the mix of cannabis at large. And I uh, have actually included here the uh, text of the bag tag. So you can see it, it fits very nicely, uh, the label onto the seed packet here. It says the cross authorship. It says that this is an exclusive pre-release pack. It will be auctioning. Uh, I personally actually will be auctioning with uh, Strainly uh, some of these off and then getting those proceeds over as donations towards the Copyleft Cultivars nonprofit and towards keeping this going. I uh, here have the first label, and this is just a really simple way uh, to use the bag tag label. So it's just been printed out on a standard printer paper with a standard black and white printer. It has the minimal text that the community created and that we legal reviewed to assure uh, as best robust legitimacy as we can offer with this. And uh, it can simply be uh, folded over or otherwise made in a way where you can still read it, right? It needs to be clearly readable. And then just setting it over here, the top of this. And there's many ways that you could do this. This is a great way that assures that as they open it, they see this, they see, oh, okay, well, this is uh, what it is. And the first lines here, you're free to use these seeds in any way. And it continues, so long as to preserve freedom for all, you don't restrict others' use of the seeds or their progeny, and will include these terms with any transfer of the seeds or progeny, and submit any gene sequence or SNP data derived from the seeds plants to Copyleft Cultivars nonprofit to publish via copyleftcultivars.com. That assures that the public gets access to any future genetic data from these seeds or their progeny plants, and that anyone that gets these seeds knows that they're free to do whatever they want. Just include this packet. If you make more seeds out of it somehow, or you pass on clones, something to that extent. So we're just gonna take some tape here and I'll just excuse uh, the sound as I do this, but we're gonna go ahead and take this tape off and then Real simple, I'm just gonna lay one half across this. Yeah. And then we're just gonna lay the other half right there and fold and it tapes down and then I'll just fold the other end over. And there we go. We have a real simple tag here that allows everyone who gets these seeds to know that they have the freedom to use these seeds however they'd like and that they are copyleft protected, that the genetic data is now assured as a public resource for all people around the world and that uh, they can be happy that they're part of this movement and contributing to the freedom of genetics and cannabis forever. Simple as that. And I am so thrilled to have uh, now started this.
And uh, you can do this too at home. Go ahead and go to our website, copyleftcultivars.com. And we have the text right there, easy to print out, easy to use, just the terms. And that's it. Thank you so much. So much soul shine growing for debuting the freedom back tag terms. I am going to be sharing. Um, we live updated our website while Caleb was placing the terms and uh, a little bit of confetti celebration. And we have a little bit of information here about the freedom bag tag. You can find this at copyleftcultivars.com and click on the preservation tab. We have the freedom bag tag, a little bit of information here. Here are the terms that you would use and a little disclaimer. Um, we will soon be um, posting a way to support Copyleft cultivars by purchasing small stickers that can be placed directly onto your seed packs. I am also going to take this moment to share when you join, when you join the Copyleft cultivars movement and you begin adding your um, freedom as affirming terms to your seeds, we are inviting you to join our community. Um, we see that there is great opportunity to preserve um, information, knowledge um, about plants through community art. And in collaboration with Pro Arts Commons, we are going to be planting and growing the community, which is a visual display of the copyleft community's breeding artistry. Through compiling photos of the leaves of Freedom Bag Tag Protected Hemp cultivars, we will interconnect them into a tree image that will showcase the diversity and beauty of copyleft protected open source hemp and allowing breeders to receive credit publicly. If you would like, um, this project is an exciting fusion of the artistic skills of farmer, breeders, community open art and open science. So stay tuned for that information. Um, Go ahead and subscribe on our website if you'd like to receive notification for when that upload function goes live on our website. And I would like to um, pass the mic on over to Soulshine Growing and we can talk a little bit about that as well. Wonderful. And so you can see here that I have uh, changed my background to an image of some leaves. And um, this is a great example of what you can do. Um, in fact, let me go ahead and turn my image and hopefully it shows the full of it. We are allowing uh, and facilitating the submission of pictures of your leaves. So if you have a plant, uh, maybe a tester or uh, a similar plant that you're growing out from the same line of seeds as you are distributing or releasing uh, through protection with the bag tag 
So you have these seeds, you have put the bag tag, uh, freedom bag tag onto them, and you are going to put them out into the world. Uh, you can also go ahead and take a leaf, a mature vegetative growth phase leaf from the varietal, uh, from a tester or similar of those seeds. And you uh, can take a picture of it on a white background. Here I have pressed it with a laminator, which uh, allows a little bit greater definition of the phenotypic features like the edges of the leaves and other identifiable artistic characteristics that you have programmed into your cultivars through your breeding artistry. And you uh, can highlight those. And then uh, go ahead, if you want to include some of this information down here, that's entirely optional date. Uh, the cultivar itself, if you want to number the image, that type of data, just make sure that it does not overlap with the white background leaf. And then we will uh, take these through a submission portal on our website, and uh, we'll be opening that up uh, very shortly here in order to allow you to have this as part of the larger tree. Then we'll take these images and we'll be assembling them together into one larger plant, our community, and you as, as well as the entire public can come and view this community and see the wonderful diversity of cultivar varietals and open source breeding artistry that the community has created. Uh, that will also allow you, uh, if you are a breeder or a cultivator, to highlight your skill, your artistry, your contributions, to document that, timestamp it, and get that attribution as an artist, uh, as well as support the community by showing that you are among the numbers who are using this bag tag. So uh, go ahead and start getting your leaves together, start snapping these pictures. And uh, I know that we have uh, a number of organizations that are allies of Copyleft Cultivars nonprofit who uh, are also doing projects related to documentation with leafs. So it may behoove you uh, to have these leaf samples as well. I hope that this works excellently. I'll go ahead and leave this up here uh, for a moment to be observed as a sample, an example. Thank you so much, Caleb. And we will now be talking about our upcoming hopes and intentions for our nonprofit, Copyleft Cultivars. on the technical setup moment. Um, so in terms of intentions for the nonprofit, I wanted to take this moment as the community uh, to come together in this space of celebration and in this debut ceremony to envision the future. And this future is uh, ours, all of ours, to create yours, mine, everyone in this community, as it should be. And uh, if we don't create it, it will be created for us. So now is the time to really be creating this vision 
of what our community will look like in this new ecosystem landscape. There are many, many groups, and we are so honored to be in this constellation, intersectional ecosystem with so many wonderful organizations like a beautiful, thriving forest. And just like an old growth forest that has been impacted by major changes in its environment, uh, we are adapting as a community. So in envisioning that step forward, this is the first of many iterative steps. Cannabis is also um, a priority or a flagship of sorts for this work. This nonprofit is also looking to continue growing the communities, the grassroots communities that we serve and ultimately uh, the world as a whole in many different vulnerable plants. So uh, we are beginning discussions of expanding the bag tag and related protections into the world of psychedelic and entheogenic medicines. We also are, uh, and sacraments, we are also uh, talking with various organizations and hope to honor uh, tribes that we're in discussion with and other groups in uh, helping to protect sacred medicines and plants that are especially ones that are impacted by climate change. And uh, we, in addition to continuing the work with the cannabis community, uh, we're hoping that this same strategy that we're debuting today and this same strategy that we'll continue to build on with the genetic backed licenses, with the databasing, the community collaboration apps, that this can be applied to vulnerable plants everywhere. And so uh, our work today as a community, your work with us, everyone here uh, being a part of this, not only is uh, helping build this for cannabis, but we're also uh, building towards helping to impact the over 1 million species uh, that are at threat of extinction due to climate change at this time. And so we want you to join us in uh, envisioning how our community, our unique and powerful community that is so powerful at weathering various shifts, at weathering persecution and other historical elements that have threatened our community and that we've thrived just as the cannabis plant does, just as plants are, are prone to do, we thrive within the difficult conditions and we hope that you will help us to uh, bring that blueprint forward into the world of other plants as well. Uh, we're also envisioning ethical licenses that allow us to fuse together this open source freedom element along with a community control of use and allowing us to have the uh, community actually say here are the things that that these public good works these public resources um, namely the strains or the varietals that we're creating uh, these are the things that they can be used for. These are the things they can't be used for. Uh, modeling after some really great work, um, actually, that Chris and others have championed um, for human rights. And uh, we'd really like to include that into our work as well. So we have a lot to envision. And uh, go ahead and check out there on the description on our YouTube, also on our website, copyleftcultivars.com. Go ahead and join our Discord. 
uh, or send us an email, send us a message on Instagram, Copyleft Cannabis or Copyleft Cultivars. And uh, let's continue this discussion. We're hoping to bring together this whole ecosystem in this envisionment in the next steps. And uh, so we are really looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you again uh, for this space and holding this space together. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and move us forward in this envisioning process to Dietrich. Dietrich Harder is our chief technologist and a co-founder. Uh, he is uh, spearheading our development of collaborative breeding technologies and open science. And I'm really excited about uh, the updates as well as the call to action that he has for you. Hey everybody, um, I'm Dietrich. Thank you uh, so much for the introduction, Caleb. I uh, really appreciate the kind words. Um, so yeah, um, I do um, the uh, chief uh, technologist for uh, Copyleft Cultivars and uh, I'm just gonna dive right into it. Um, we are uh, developing a system uh, of breeding um, with a, a, a partnership that we have um, so much as fostered uh, with the uh, organization called BIMS. And what they do is they have, it stands for Breeding Information Management System. And it allows you as a breeder or as a grower to track uh, your fields essentially, which are like your, your rooms or whatever um, like pots you have set up out on your grids. Um, and it allows you to have a space where you can uh, have all of your breeding information um, in one succinct area that's all accessible and um, totally customizable to like you as a breeder. Um, so what does that mean like for you and how can you use that at to, like your advantage? And, and really what that comes down to as like, what are you looking for um, when you are doing this? Like, do you want to look for like mold resistance or do you want to look for um, like certain things like yields or certain terpene variants or anything like that um, in terms of cannabis? Um, we can sort of have those specific traits tracked um, and then those traits can be uh, exported into uh, manageable readable data. And so um, this is very, very effective for small scale breeders all the way up to large scale growers um, and people who are trying their best to create strains that work for them in their own environment. Um, we are using an app um, called Fieldbook, which I think Caleb had mentioned earlier. Um, this app is uh, works with BIMS and it allows you to sort of take the field into your hand and go out yourself and sort of like, as you're taking like observations with your eyes, you can also sort of write down like, hey, this plant is shorter or hey, this plant over here is displaying like the citrus um, scent to it or it's like this one over here is displaying a different characteristic. So so it really allows you to get down into the, the deep genetic variants um, from that eye level and then bring it into the technology space um, just from your phone. Um, so that um, is all being headed by uh, a team um, from Washington State University. Um, and uh, I believe um, also the field book is partnered with them as well. Um, so we're working clo very closely with both of their teams um, to sort of develop 
their apps in a way that work best for what we're trying to do in cannabis. And um, yeah, and that kind of brings us to we're looking for beta testers and uh, people from the community to sort of jump on to our train and, and give us some information in terms of like, how can we make this work better for you as a grower or a breeder? So um, we're looking for like feedback and different ways that we can help um, the community uh, bring this this app and um, this this breeding system to light um, because it, it has it's it's very robust. You can track anything from phenotypic data to genotypic data, and um, if I remember right too, it's also one of the only breeding systems that actually allows you to track g genotypic data um, throughout your progeny. So um, it's very very cool, and we are looking for um, anybody who wants to to join to um, much. Um, I really appreciate um, you guys taking the time to come out and um, and spend time with us here at Copy Love Cultivars. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and pass it back off to uh, Haley and Maria. I think we're going to go ahead and um, start closing out the ceremony. So thank you again, guys, so much. Um, go ahead and reach out via copyleftcultivars.com or the Discord um, if you're interested in beta testing um, for our apps. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dietrich. We really appreciate all of the time, energy, and dedication that you've put forth to this really exciting open science um, collaboration. Thank you so much. I would like to invite you all to this moment of contemplation. As we close this ceremony, which honors the artistry, the freedom, the beauty of cannabis, of hemp. I would like to invite you to think of all of the beings that have had a hand in making this plant be accessible, who have put in time and energy into the legal battles, who have tended to the soils each and every day with tender loving care. We want to give thanks to the earth for providing us with this medicine and for bringing us all here together. I am invoking the elements of earth and water into this space through a sonic contemplation as we sit together here in this virtual fireplace with gratitude for the cannabis plant.
Thank you. Caleb Soul, I invite you to join us for closing with some final words. Wonderful. And I want to thank everyone for being here, seen and unseen, present here in your work, in your watching, in your artistry, everything and everyone that's part of this community. want us to bring our minds to all of the species, all of the cultivars and varietals of all plants that are threatened today, whether that is through privatization or uh, predation, whether that is through climate change or man-made factors of other sorts. want to voice that responsibility that we all carry with us as we walk this earth and tend these plants. I want to give thanks to, again, everyone and everything that had a hand in creating this wonderful bag tag. Everything and everyone that had a hand in creating these seeds and all seeds everywhere, all people's seeds, um, especially the ones that are freed, and I encourage you all to free the seeds. Thank you for being here with us today. Blessings and close out the ceremony now with this bag tag here in the world amongst us. All right, thanks everybody for uh, coming out to support us for the uh, Copy Left Cultivars release event. Um, we'll definitely be covering more of this uh, movement in the future. And uh, big thanks to Caleb and the team here for putting this all together. Thank you so much. Thank Cheers. you, everybody.